0: Yo, what's up? What's up, what's up, what's up? We are live. We are live, baby. Sorry for the delay. You know, sometimes it's it a bit tenuous with this technology, but um we're making it work. We're making it work. Again, as we as we learn as we grow. We meaning me, I don't know what I'm saying, we. Um, I'm trying out some new equipment and stuff like that and still figuring out the technology behind it so that I can, um, make sure that I'm getting the word out in the best way possible. Um, so I'm going to give it a, a minute or two to get some people in here. I know people expect me to be at on a seven o'clock, seven eighteen. the internet went down like on my laptop twice. I don't know if it's cause I'm using this, this different area of the house or what, but I'm going to have to get that figured out as we're moving forward in this thing or it's going to make it quite difficult for me to do this show the way I want to do it. Yeah, we are live. Thank you for joining me here on Real Talk with Rajon. I am your host, Rajon Lewis. And like I said, I will be um getting to my regular opening in one second. I just want to give people a chance to get in here because I am late, so... I don't know if they just thought I wasn't going to be doing the show tonight or what. HD is something else. Mm-hmm. HD is something else. What's up? Now it's working, yeah. No, it's, oh, it's all good. All right, we got one. We got one in the building. Only oh, went away. Don't go anywhere. All right, it's Tony. What's up, Tony? What's up, man? Thank you so much for joining me. All right. Tony's in the building. All right. Hopefully you can hear me okay. I'm about to get started in like a minute, man. That's going to give people a chance to get in here. I know I'm late today, so if you could please share this out so people will know that I am live. I just shared it on my page. Please come in. Have a seat. You ready to enjoy yourself. Hey, Toya, What's up? Hey, baby. That's two. Please share it. <laughs> I don't want to just be us tonight, Which you know, whatever, if it is. Three. Who's the third? Who's the third? Who's the third? You can hear me? Good. Can you see me good? Can you see me okay? Oh, boy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're about to get started. Let's do it. Hello world! Welcome to Real Talk with Rajon, where nothing's off limits. I am your host, Rajon Lewis. Now here on Real Talk, everything's debatable, so on any given week, we can be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. Yeah. Now let's get cracking. Once again, the music... And brought to you by my homeboy, Digger Jones, a.k.a. Daniel Laurie. And I really love this jam. I call it Jazz Lounge. I don't even know if he gave it a name. I think that's what he called it, Jazz Lounge. Yeah, definitely love this track. He was on the show Wednesday. So hope y'all, if you had an opportunity to check out the show on Wednesday, you saw uh, Digger actually on the show live. And it was good to have him on the show because he's such a great person to talk to. Um, oh, Leno Slim Biggins is in the building. All right, what's got what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Hey, Janetta, how you doing? Um, what's up, Tamar? All right, what's up, what's up, what's up? We got a good little crew. All right, we can get started with this. Um, I'm glad you like the track, Tamar. Um, if you want you want a copy of it, I, I have a copy over my iPad. I can send it to you or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, welcome to Real Talk, man. I'm so glad to be with you guys this week. I'm sorry that I'm late. Um the technology, you know, anytime you're dealing with technology is always some kind of food that you can have but my and of course mine was going up and down up and down up and down so i was trying to get that figured out but i'm I'm ready to go now so let's let's cook um first thing we'll get started with today uh is this thing with the ucla shoplifting scandal. now i don't know if y'all heard about this but there are some players the team the um, U.S. ucla um basketball team went to china for a game for a basketball game to promote you know, basketball in the United States um, as well as in China and sort of bring the sport to China, expanding the game. So one of the players that plays for the UCLA team is LeAngelo Ball. And he is the little brother of Alonzo Ball and the big brother of Lamelo Ball. He's the middle ball brother. one No one really knows anything about until now, of course. Uh, they went to China and him and two of his teammates actually got arrested for shoplifting from shoplifting in China. Now, not only did they shoplift out of one store, they shoplifted out of three different stores, which is not a great thing to do in a foreign country. So of course they got arrested. They got arrested um, and they were put on actual house arrest until for for a few days, until um, pending um, some kind of outcome. And who steps in to help them out except for our POTUS? The president of the United States. So we gotta give Donald Trump a round of applause. I don't got an applause. I mean, hold on, let me let me That's right. That's right. Donald Trump stepped in to help Leandro Ball and his teammates get out of jail in China. So that's kinda crazy. Um what's up, Yina? How you doing? Hey Javar? Um, so yeah, so they're out of jail. And now the the what he say moment. What do you say? What do you say? The what do say moment goes to Donald Trump because of the fact that since getting LeAngelo Ball and his teammates out of jail, his father. Um, dang, I can't remember his dad's name. His father got him out of jail. I mean, his, fa- his father knows that he got out of jail, but his father is now going at Donald Trump. Now, his father has been pretty well known for being pretty outspoken about his sons and their um, ability on and off the basketball court. So it's become it's a kind of thing where him and Donald Trump have been going back and forth recently, which has been hysterical to watch on Twitter, but also depressing all at the same time. I hope you all are following this story. If you have not seen this story, I posted the link right there. Um, it's, it's, it's really crazy because Donald Trump actually had an opportunity to swoop in and do something, do the right thing by getting these kids out of China. Lon- Lonzo's the dad. No, Lonzo's the, 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 the son. Lonzo played for the team. It's so Lonzo, LaMelo, Leangelo. And I don't remember it dad's name. Can't remember dad's name right now. Let me like, let me Google it, because you know I gotta I gotta know who it is. That's that's bothering me. Lonzo's dad. Somebody's coming. Lonzo Lavar! That's the one. LaVar ball. Alright. <laughs> Le- 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 Lavar Ball. Lavar Ball is the dad that's been all over ESPN and Fox News and Fox Sports and all these different um, shows talking about how great his son Lonzo Ball is going to be. Now Lonzo hasn't started out to having the greatest season in NBA history, but um, he, he's got he's got a lot of he's got a lot of promise to him. And he, he's, it's still a long way to go for him. So a long way to go for him. But as of right now, what's happening is that Lonzo and President um, Trump have been tweeting each other back and forth. Let me find that one. But that's hysterical. Uh, Trump. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's hysterical. It's, all right, so he was asked about, his, about, um, about Donald Trump's role in getting his kids out. And he was like, Donald Trump who? That's pretty much was his response to the situation. And now Donald Trump is tweeting out saying, now that the three basketball players are out of, are out of China and have been sa- safe and alive, Ah, Jesus, why am I reading so bad? Now that the three basketball players are out of China and saved from years in jail, LeVar Ball, the father of LeAngelo, is unaccepting of what I did for his son and that shoplifting is no big deal. I should have left them in jail. This is our president of the United States. That's our what he he say moment of the day. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. (laughs) It's kind of crazy that he did. I'm going to post that link, too. That, um, he, him and, So him and Trump, uh, our president, is in a tweet battle. Like, Can y'all, like, every week I say this, but can you really believe that this is what's going on in our country right now, is that our president of the United States is having social media battles with people who are the fathers of basketball players? Like, this is amazing. Like, I, I, I don't. But I do have to give President Trump credit for, going, for doing the right thing and getting those, you know, getting those guys out of jail. Even though, I mean, if one of us went to jail, I mean, we went to China and stole a lot of China, we'd probably be sitting in jail right now. It wouldn't matter. But the fact that they went on behalf, representing our nation, um, representing their team. What's up, Peanut? How you doing? Um, representing their team, representing our nation, and would take that opportunity to steal, not from one store, but for three, from three stores. All right. They stole some sunglasses. In a Louis Vuitton store, and they stole some stuff from some other stores. Like that just, it doesn't make sense that they would go there and do that. But shout out to President Trump. You know, I don't give him credit for anything, but I gotta give him credit for this. I, I, I really do. I gotta give him credit for getting, getting those boys out of jail because that could have turned into a dire situation. They were facing between three and 10 years of prison. So what I would tell him is to, to grow some thicker skin though. You know, people are not gonna, people aren't going to love everything you do. They're not, all right, President Trump? Stop being so thin-skinned. If people are talking, let them talk. People talk about President Obama for nine years. Well, 10 years now, considering the fact that, you know, you pretty much blame him for everything that's going wrong with your, your administration. But you don't see him on Twitter clapping back at people. You don't do that. You're the president of the United States. Be the president. Be presidential, all right? So, again, props to President Trump for getting those guys out and bringing them back to the United States safe. Without having to spend years in prison, because that's one thing we don't need is more young black men sitting in prison. So shout out to you for that, even even though it was only for um, players who are in you know playing who who are very well known for their basketball talents. I just I just want to say thank you for that. So thank you, President Trump. So nobody who watches Real Talk has say, I don't I don't thank President Trump for nothing. When you do the right thing, we'll get behind you on that. Okay, even when you're going against crazy daddies like um like Levar. All right, transitioning out of that. We had a situation – I don't know if y'all know about – that's right, Jay. They talked about Jesus. You better believe they did. Yes, they did. Um, Moving on. We're going to stay in sports. On to a deeper issue, though, which is – I don't know if y'all been following this movement that they have on Twitter called Me Too. Me Too. And Me Too is pretty much – it's, it's young ladies talking about their experiences with um sexual assault, and the young lady from the Olympic team, um, Ally Raisman, actually was, a- Ally Raisman had was made a post on Twitter about about Me Too, um, and she was talking about about her experience with um sexual sexual harassment and uh being being mistreated, you know, as a woman, and her teammate. Her Olympic teammate Gabby Douglas um actually made a post. Hey mom, how you doing? Um Gabby Douglas made a post that sort of went the other way. So I'm gonna read it to you guys. I just posted the link. Um but I wanna read it to you guys. I posted on my page, I trying to stop posting these on my page. So it says sorry. So the first post said sexually abuse Sexual abuse ever. Women are allowed to feel sexy and comfortable in their own skin. In fact, I encourage you all to wear what you feel good in. I will not put up with any woman or girl being shamed or wanting to wear a skirt, dress, etc. I do not tolerate it. Are we clear? Oh, and one more thing, stop victim shaming. It is because of you that so many survivors live in fear. Allie Raisman, um, who was on Gabby Douglas's team, Uh, retweeted that with the with the caption we are all in this together if we're going to create change I need your help well Gabby Douglas who was on you know both the last last um the Rio Olympic team as well as the team before that two four years before that was also um, on that team and she reposted it with the caption however it is our responsibility as women to dress modestly and be classy dressing in a provocative sexual slash sexual way entices the wrong crowd. Ugh. So that's not really, um, that's probably not the best answer to that situation, simply because it can come off as victim shaming. And that's something that 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 we as a society are, are becoming much more um, coherent of and cognitive of, the fact that when you make excuses for a woman being sexually assaulted, you become a part of the problem. Um, I have four daughters and I talk about this all the time. Um, If one of my daughters was sexually assaulted, I wouldn't care if she was wearing a a hijab or if she was wearing a bikini. There's no reason for a man or anybody to sexually assault a a, a young lady or man, you know, um, because and and be blamed on what they're wearing, okay? Like, you may not agree with what they're wearing, you may not like what they're wearing, whatever, but you have no right to tell to to sexually assault somebody or make them feel bad or as though the sexual assault is their fault because of what they were wearing. Okay? Should women dress modestly? That's for women to decide. That's not a discussion that Ray John Lewis is built to discuss because I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman, you know, and I, I've never been sexually assaulted as a woman. So I don't I don't I, I can't walk in those shoes or um but I but I could never imagine a situation where someone would tell a man, hey, um, you know, you were raped. So, you know, this is, you know, it's why did you wear that? You know, if you wouldn't have wore this, you wouldn't have got raped. You wouldn't have been molested. People molest little kids. And those kids have on nothing, I mean, nothing that would be out of the ordinary. And those kids get molested all the time. So we should not be doing that. As far as Gabby goes, she did apologize for making those statements and saying, you know, saying that she, I'm not going to read the apology because I read her her comments. Um, Her apology said, I didn't correctly word my reply and I'm deeply sorry for coming off like I don't stand alongside my teammates. Regardless of what you wear, abuse of any circumstance is never acceptable. I am with you. Hashtag me too. So hopefully they got that straightened out on the Olympic team. If not, you know, maybe you know, maybe Gabby just got some, some soul search, soul searching to do because that's not cool. Um Scrella, I don't I don't know who Skrella is, Mom. I can't see I can't see Scrella. Is there somebody on here named Scrella? If there is, thank you so much. For coming on, cause I don't, I don't see, I don't see. How you doing, Rosa? All right. So yeah, so definitely, that's that's my take on that. Is that sexual assault is never okay. I don't care what the person was wearing. I don't care if you thought the person looked sexy. Like understand the, the stance on real talk of Regina is That sexual assault is wrong. Even though that shouldn't be something that somebody. How you doing, Rosa? That shouldn't be something that you have to tell people. Like you should not have to tell people. That you should not sexually assault people like that that shouldn't be a thing and we also should never There should never be a situation where we're making excuses for people who commit sexual assault because that's one of the most despicable crimes that there is out there sexual assault and especially sexual assault against children and a lot of the me too campaign if you're not following me too campaign you need to follow that see what's going on with that there, there's people who are coming out and telling their story about sexual assault um and um terry cruz actually did a me too as well talking about um, being um, sexually assaulted and being um, I don't know if he sexually assaulted or was he sexually assaulted but he went into a situation that was that was difficult for him even as a man, a big strong man who played in the NFL Terry Crews went through sexual assault and that's, that's I mean, it's all terrible but it's, it's terrible that that would happen it's terrible that that would happen um, any thoughts on that? any thoughts on that? it can definitely open your eyes on ways to protect your children, definitely, Taya. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that so much. And For those who don't know, this is a Real Talk with Rajan. I'm your host, Rajan Lewis, and I want to thank you for joining me today. Um, I'm just going through a few topics from the week in news, um, and sports and everything like that. So, yeah, I don't want to. I want to make sure I do acknowledge he was being groped in public. That's what happened. That's what happened. Definitely. I mean, shout out to Terry Cruz for telling this story. Shout out to everybody who has been willing to step up and tell their story because that's probably one of the most difficult things to talk about is being sexually assaulted. Um, Mainly because from what I understand about it, you feel like you did, you you go through your mind and you try to figure out what you did wrong to to deserve to be treated in that way. And for somebody to say, oh, well, I see your pain and I'm going to tell you that your pain is your fault. That's not, that's not, that's not what we should be doing with, with sexual assault. All right. I mean, that's just, that's just not cool. Okay. Uncle JT's Priscilla? Alright. Alright. That's what's up. Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining. Ms. Rosa, I never I don't think I've ever met you before, but thank you for joining the show. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Alright, um, yeah, moving on. Moving on. So I don't know if y'all been following this as well, but this is another story that I posted in the page, and I want to share it with you guys as well. This story about Meek Mills, all right, so rapper Meek Mills, rapper Meek Mills actually has been sent to prison. He's been sent to prison because of a parole violation. Now, mind you, when, when Meek Mo- Mills committed the crime that he was sent to prison for, he was 19 years old, all right, he was sent to prison, he was 19 years old. He got out of prison. And since then, you know, he's had, he's, he's had minor scripts for nothing major. Um, and, and since that time, he actually was just sent to prison for three years. I believe it's three years that he's facing. And he's 30, okay? He's, he's 30 years old. So when he, was, when he was sent to prison originally, when he originally got the, the probation charge, um, when he was convicted, he was 19 years old. Now he's 30 years old, and he, he was sent to jail for violating probation at 30. for a a charge that he got at 19. So that means that his entire adult life, he's been put in a situation where if you commit, if you make any mistake, you are going to jail. That's not right. I'm sorry, like that's not right. Now, do I want criminals off the street? Yes, I definitely want criminals off the street. But I'm, and and if a criminal gets out of jail and they do the wrong thing, then they should definitely be sent back to jail. But let me tell you what Meek Mill was sent to jail for. All right. He was sent to jail for popping a wheelie on a motorcycle. That was his that was his violation of his probation, popping a wheelie on a motorcycle at a video shoot. In fact. When he was charged with that and they violated his probation, the charge of popping the wheelie was actually dismissed. So he wasn't even convicted on the charge that they violated his probation for, and yet still the judge sent him to jail anyway. The judge sent him to jail anyway. So now he's looking at four. He's, he's looking between at between two to four years of violating his probation. That is an atrocity. That that's a miscarriage of justice in any way, in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Like trust me, Rajan Lewis is not anti-criminal. Is not is not pro-criminal. Like I am so anti-criminal, it's ridiculous. But this this can't be what it's about. Right? If you violate probation, okay, cool. But if you get the charge of the charge that you are charged for dismissing the violation the probation for is dismissed, then that violation should also go away. All right? Like that that make like so these are the things that we need to be looking into. So when we talk about becoming more knowledgeable about what's about the world's going on. How you doing, Lacey? Hey, Karen, what's going on? We're talking about becoming more knowledgeable about what's going on in the community around us. We need to have a, a better grasp on the laws and what the laws say. All right. Um, Meek is a million. I mean, he don't know if he's a millionaire. He has lots of money, so I'd imagine that he got a lawyer that's pretty decent. So I don't know how the, like the fact that they're able to carry out this miscarriage of justice. Oh, no problem, Karen. Um, and just get away with it and it not be a problem. Like that's that's not cool. That's not cool. And if you did not, if you if you have not, had an opportunity to read this article that was written um by Jay Z. Jay Z actually wrote this article um for the for the New York Times. So check that out. I posted the link um on the side, and and you guys check that out, man, because it's it's really sad what's happening. And and what's happening? What's what's even sadder is the only reason we know about this is because of the fact that. Meek Mill is a famous person. If he wasn't famous, this would just just be another dude. Now imagine this. Imagine how many other people in this world, how many other people in this world are violated of their probation and face situations such yeah, for, for situations such as this and do not and have no recourse. Just sitting in jail for petty stuff. Like that can't that that can't be it. That's why things like for-profit prisons have to stop. And that's something I want to say. For-profit um, prisons where, where these people build these prisons with the sole purpose of making money. And now if you have this prison that is designed to make money, now you have a, a, um, you have a motivation to send people to jail for petty reasons. That's a problem. Especially because the people that are primarily faced and, 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 and affected by, by this situation are African-Americans and minorities. They're targeted. If you look at it, and this is, again, probably going into one of those places, that's a, that's an eh, area, but I'm willing to go there because I'm standing behind what I say. If you look at the way um, the justice is adjudicated, it's primarily in predominantly minor, minority-dominant um, areas. If you want to find the most police, you go, you'll find the most police in the hood, right? For several reasons, right? Is, is, it, is it because there's a lot of, how you doing, Maya? How you doing, Clarence? Is it because there's a lot of crime going in the hood? Maybe. But it's also because a lot of crime is driven to the hood, all right? It's driven to the hood, all right? And when you put the higher concentration of police officers in one area, well, you're going to find more criminals in the area where you have the police officers. There's also crimes that go on in the suburbs all the time. But we don't have that concentration of police. Okay? You you have to consider these things. You have to completely consider these things. And it's not fair. It's not fair. And again, no shade to my to, to, to the people who are who, um, who are charged with protecting the service. I thank you very much for those who are out there who do the job um well, who go out there every day, you know, put their lives on the line to protect people like me, people like my mother, people like my grandmother, my brothers, my sisters, um, everybody. Thank you so much for going out there and doing that. But there are some people out there who do not have that same motivation. They don't build for-profit prisons because there's a completely fair system out there that, 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 is, that is putting people in jail for righteous and, 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 and verifiable reasons. There are people that are sitting in prisons that did not commit crimes. And there is no movement that is going to be able to get those people out because of the fact that the law says that if, you, that the, if the police arrest somebody and they have enough evidence on that person, then, then, that person's going to jail. All right. Some of these people don't have judges, and oh, sorry. Some of these people can't afford good lawyers. They're they're suffering with the DA, I mean, not the DA, the, the um, the the um, public public defender, not the DA, the public the public defender. They can't afford a lawyer, so they get a public defender who has like 27 cases on their load, probably fresh out of law school, and they get they go to jail. But if they would have had decent decent criminal defense they probably have been able to defend themselves and 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 be able to walk on 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 something that they didn't do but it is what it is it it is let me read some comments um yeah jay the judge is being was being shady is being investigated that's true i'm lacy officers fish where the fishing is good aka the hood i agree um also white-collar crime found mostly in economically-advantaged areas is harder to identify and not out on the street. Okay, I think that's a good point, Lacey. I think that's a great point. But I also want to ask you this. What do you think would happen if we we dedicated as much resources to fishing out white-collar crime as we do drug dealing? I'm pretty sure we'd catch as much. I'm pretty sure if we put a police officer or a police officer team on every single corporate office in the in the country, and we thought we fished out that white collar crime, we'd find it. I also bet this. So let's look at this. Let's let's do a little history. So back in the 80s, the crack epidemic hit um hit America hard. All right. Um destroyed homes, destroyed homes, um, in many different ways. Um and so then Ronald Reagan, our president at the time, um, called out the war on drugs. Do you know what the war on drugs depicted the war on drugs? Um, caused the war on drugs caused people's homes to get their doors get kicked in people who? Weren't doing drugs or selling drugs, but they that was their approach We're gonna kick in doors, and we're gonna arrest drug dealers, and we're gonna Do all these things right in the hood right so now here. We are 2017 about 30 years later And we have another epidemic, the opioid epidemic, the opioid epidemic. How many doors you heard of kicked in because of opioids? How many how how many mass arrests have we heard of? Because of opioids. I haven't heard of any. I also know that the opioid epidemic does not primarily affect African American people. It's also not sold mostly by African American people. I'll let you connect the dots as you want to. Like I'm just saying, if if one, if the if the <laughs> if the way the root went out is to kick in the kick doors and the rip up homes, then isn't that the response that we should have for this one too? Or is it not the same thing? Is it not the same thing? Both drug epidemics, both causing massive, massive um, family problems, um, problems in our country, uh, causing deaths. But it's not. Because the goal of the, 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 the of of, of in, in, in the opioid epidemic, you know, the, the crack, crack users were criminals, right? If You use crack, you're holding crack. You're a criminal. Opioids. They they're not criminals. They're they're sick. They need help. They have they have mental issues and disorders that lead to this The opioid epidemic also does affect big pharma. Thank you, Amanda. Absolutely. 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 So when we're talking about these things, we're talking about, you know, no it's not out on the street. I'm pretty sure they're not out selling, but I do know that um, you know, like Percocet Molly said thats a song. Um, there's just not as many people that I mean I know of that that are, that are abusing opioids. But opioid 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 epidemic affects what they call the heartland of America. All right, and Pharma runs our country in so many ways. Like there's a lot of money that goes into making sure that 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 big Pharma can um, do certain things and get away with certain things. But I promise you. <laughs> I promise you, if Big Pharma was run by people who look more like me, there'd be a whole lot more doors kicked in. You'd see a lot more doors kicked in. I promise you that. There'd be a whole lot more arrests as it pertains to, because let's think about it. I mean, what if they? What if we dedicated as much police power and, and resources to arresting people who sell opioids? Do you think we could catch them? We probably could. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm nobody. Um. Yeah. So. So that's that. Um. I, I'm. I'm waiting for you guys' comments. Um. I actually. I have a line now. I didn't tell you guys. So I actually have a phone number now, for real talk with Rajan. Where I'll be able to take calls and stuff. Um. I don't know if you guys would be interested in doing that tonight, but next week I'm probably going to open the lines up where we can take some calls. I have. A, I have a, a dedicated Google. Google number now. where you guys will be able to call me? and 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 um and give some comments you know we can have some discussions on those things so i look forward to that next week um unless there's somebody who wants to try it out today um but i don't know if anybody is so we can keep it rolling from there if you if you're interested going once going twice sold all right cool so i'm going to ask my wife Latoya Latoya my wife to come upstairs because I'm about to go into my relationship segment. Now I've been thinking about this whole relationship segment thing that I do, and that's cool, you know. Um, it's it's cool, you know, that 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 I um put the number out. Yeah, I could. Um, I think it's cool that that I'm able to do this show, you know, and talk about things that I care about and stuff like that. But I I I don't like feeling, you know, as though like it it seems to it feels to me. Like it's just a whole lot of me talking, and I want to involve other voices and other thoughts into this process. So that's why I'm, I'm trying to put the number out there. That's why I'm doing these things to be able to bring on more guests. I'm actually looking at opportunities for um, using Skype as well. So I'll be using Skype to do some inter- interviews. How you doing, uh, Felita? How you doing? Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'll be doing Skype interviews and things like that as well. So be on the lookout for that, man. Um, let me pull up. I'll put the number out there for you guys who are interested, muy interesante. Real um, we'll talk. He's there. How you guys doing? How you enjoying the show? Um, yes. Okay, cool. Thank you, Lacey, for the comment. And thank you so much. You know what, Lacey, I love Lacey. Lacey's dope. I'm going to tell you why Lacey's dope. Because Lacey's one of the people who does not agree with all my takes but she will tell me the things that she, disagree, that she disagrees with in such a respectful way that, you know, that we always, we always find middle ground. She's, she's mad dope. She's mad dope. Um, Lacey, I'm disappointed with the lack of repercussions against method op- opioid dealers. I feel that I see them as repeat offenders that are getting less repercussions than say weed or Coke dealers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, and that's something that I think that, 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 is the trouble. You know, if it was adjudicated equally, I'd have absolutely no problem with the way things are done as, as that goes. You know what I mean? Like I, I really wouldn't have a problem with like law enforcement is a good thing. Like you want criminals off the street. Like that just makes sense. Like you just you want criminals off the street. You don't want criminals walking the streets. Like that's that's not something that anybody like that's anarchy. You know, if somebody commits a crime, they should go to jail. Like that's something that they should that should happen. But if the only criminals that we're putting in jail are the people who live in one area and look the same way, then that's not that's not fair adjudication, right? That's not fair adjudication. And that number, for those who are interested, the number that I have is um eight four three um nine hundred six eight four seven. That's eight four three eight four three nine hundred six eight four seven. Okay. I know I didn't tell you I was oh doing this. Oh my gosh! Hi right. guys. Okay. Hold on, I don't bring you on yet, girl. Just let me introduce you and stuff. Let me introduce you before I, before, I, like, like, like unveil you to the world, like a flower. I can't. All right, let me let me let me get this thing straight. All right. So yeah, so if you know me, you know who this person is to my mm-hmm. left. Right. My left. This is my. Wife, my oh. rock, my everything. And she is here today to join me for the relationship segment right. of this show. So um for those who don't know, go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh my
1: gosh. Hi guys. I'm sure everybody knows who I am now. My name is Latoya Lewis. I am the wife of this amazing guy here. Um he didn't tell me today I was coming on, so I was actually downstairs with the kids. So I'm up here well, now. Tell people what you do. <laughs> All right, now plug. Okay, plug. Obviously, um, I'm his wife first. I'm a mother as well to our five beautiful children. I'm also professionally an interior designer and a lifestyle blogger. So that's what I do in my spare time when I'm not running behind Where can I find you? all of them. Um, they can find me on my website, which is www.lifeoflaw.net. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, all of my social media, I'm Ellie Inspires. Or you can just go to my personal page, which is uh, Latoya Lewis, and then just click on, go to my website under that little link, and it'll tell, take you everywhere else. All right. Pretty simple and easy.
0: Okay, so I'm going to try to bring my wife in on the relationship topics going forward. Okay. Um, I haven't told her that I wanted to do that, but I think it would be good to have a, a husband and wife team talk about relationship topics as opposed to just me talking mm-hmm. because though I think I'm smart, I'm not nearly as smart as her or many other people as pertains to life. So I want to make sure that I, I do put that out there. Um, that that oh, that, okay. that we we are going to be doing it this way. If that's okay with you.
1: One second. That's fine with me. I'm going to turn the, turn the yeah. Okay. Sorry guys. Right. guys. See, on I don't thing. care. Sorry guys. It's, you heard it. You heard it first. I'm
0: right. So yeah. Right, yeah cool.
1: Let's turn the right, down. So this
0: week. <laughs> This week, uh, I actually I posted a link to um, a story, an article. that I, I like articles, man. Uh, I posted a link to an article about love, mm-hmm. about love. And what it was talking about is oh love. It was talking about we fall in love with three people in our lifetime, three people in our lifetime, and it goes through the three. Okay. So as always, I'm gonna go through. Hopefully, can y'all still hear me okay? <laughs> Let's get some
1: thumbs up and some hearts if you can hear. And the sound is okay. Because I turned the fan on, so we just want to make sure you guys can
0: hear us. So this article talks about you fall in love with three people in your lifetime. Yeah, they can hear. hear. Okay, good. You fall in love with three people in your lifetime (laughs) for specific reasons. For specific reasons. All right, so we're going to go through these. And as we go through these, I want you guys to give your, give your comments, and me and Toyo sort of you know, do our hey. back and forth thing, but we definitely want you guys' comments and you guys' um, ideas on, on the subject matter at okay. hand, okay? So the first one, all right, so I'm going to scroll down. It's supposed to link, like I said, mm-hmm. the first love, okay? So it says the first love happens when we're young sometimes at the time, sometimes as young as when we're in high school. This love fulfills the dreams of our youth and fulfills our, our idealistic belief. Of what we expect love to look like, just like the fairy tale. Mm. All right, this love fulfills our need to live up to society's expectations. We jump into this love headfirst, believing that this person will be our only love, even if it doesn't feel quite right. We mm-hmm. convince ourselves that this is how love should look. This love focuses more, more on how per- people perceive us versus how we actually feel. What are your thoughts about that?
1: Though? I actually agree with some of it and some of it I don't agree with. So the part. Um, where it talks about um, we jump into this love head first, believing that this person will be the only love or our only love. Um, I experienced that as well Um, in in my first love, but not necessarily like um, it fulfills society's expectations. I don't think um, as a teenager, I really was thinking about anything about you know society i really was just concerned with myself i think as a teenager you're really you know self centered and just thinking about who you are and what you want not necessarily about what society thinks about that person
0: yeah i mean when you, when like the, i think what they're referring to like that first love you know that puppy love kind of thing right you know you're you're in school and you see somebody you like their jeans or something like that you mm-hmm. think they're pretty you think they're handsome mm-hmm. and they're the star of the football team or whatever it is mm-hmm. and 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 again you're not really it's not really a society thing because when you're in high school you're not thinking like that big. Right. You're just thinking like this is what right it's now. supposed to be. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm supposed to be with them, they're supposed to be with me, and you, you sort of build your life on that thing. Mm-hmm. Um that's an interesting phase to be in because yeah. it, it, that's normally the one where you either you realize that, hey, this I I don't even know what I want out of life yet.
1: Right. I don't think you even think about that. Though. Yeah. I know I didn't. I yeah. definitely didn't think about what I wanted out of life at all. I was just thinking about the right now situation, which was at the time. And, and normally, I'm sure you guys experience the same thing would be whoever you were with. That's really all you're thinking about at the time. You're not thinking past that moment. You're not thinking about the future um, as you would as an older adult um, necessarily.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, hey, hey y'all, sorry. I'm a whole lot of people just joined in. Uh, what's up, Ead? How you doing? Hey, Mama Jackie, what's going on? (laughs) Uh, Hey, Pat, how you doing? Um, Hey, Grandma, and Javard, you still in the building. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, (laughs) what's going on? So we're talking about we fall in love with three people in our lifetime. So we just went through first love, was pretty much um, the puppy love, right? That first, that first love that you know may or may not work out. Mm. Um, And most times, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I don't even really call that. I, I wouldn't say. I, I think that's when it's the idea of love,
1: right? What you imagine love like to be. song love. Yeah, kind of like the way they explained it. I guess they did a good job of explaining that it was, you know, what you imagine love to be, or the fairy tale love, which is what it normally. Yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: definitely. You know, like like I said, she yeah. she's right. She's she's very smart. She's she's so smart. <laughs> you don't know who my wife is, like she's that smart. <laughs> anyway, um, the second love, okay. The next love is the hard love. This is the love that teaches us lessons about ourselves Mm -hmm. and what we need to feel love in any relationship. This love brings with it great pain, the the pain of loss, deceit, and lies. Mm -hmm. During this love, we we believe we are doing things differently, but we are not. We tend to hold steadfast to this love because this relationship is different from the last one. However, this one is the one where we will grow. This is the one where we will experience pain. And this is the love where we will realize that we what we really need out of our next relationship. Ooh. That issue with this love is it can tend to become cyclical, repeating the same issues over and over, expecting a different result. Hmm. Unfortunately, each time through the cycle, the ending is worse. Ew. Hmm. What do you, what do you say with that?
1: Oh, man, why is this only about me? Okay. Um. Let's okay. see. I haven't heard you, you answer know. the last question, but, but hey. Man oh okay guys comment if you think he answered it because i don't i answered it you did i
0: said i said i agree what they said okay puppy love okay i don't believe believe that that's not actual love that's just your idea of what love is okay is that oh i heard a boys to men song Mm -hmm. and then the boys to men song i said you're supposed to feel this way so i feel this way all right now we're talking about that second love right which is definitely what i can definitely attest to that as well yeah is where I'll, i'll go first um that's the one where you really do learn. You
1: do. Like sure. that's the
0: one where it's like, okay, well, um, okay, now I'm a, I'm 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 more usually you're older by right. that point. Um you're some to do some a
1: things. Things, mm-hmm. and like, Okay, <laughs>
0: cool. But in that you also make a lot of mistakes trying to to find the right way to do it. And in, right. in that you break a whole lot of you break you break eggs, you know what I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Break eggs to make almonds. Yeah. You know, um so in that situation you, you do find yourself um Learning, one, how you want to be treated. For sure. Like, because you may, during this type of love, the hard love, yeah. this is where you learn, like, I, you don't, I don't want to be treated this way. I don't right. want to be spoken to this way. I don't want um to be called these things. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say these things to people. I don't want to have to feel like um I need to say this thing to somebody to, to express myself. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to, you know, you really find out what you want. And yeah. So I, I definitely agree with
1: that. I agree as well. I definitely agree. Um, I can say... For me, as an example, um, with that love, like like you said, you kind of figure out what you want out of it by figuring out what it is you don't want in that situation. Um, so definitely, you learn some things. You've been through some things with this love, um, and you definitely are able to kind of figure out, okay, this is what I don't want, so that I'm able to kind of you know filter out and figure out what it is that I do want um, in the next situation, or what I'm going to deal with and what I'm not going to deal with um, in this relationship or whatever the relationship was. I don't know. Maybe they didn't make it to the third level. They did the third one. <laughs> they did the third one. I saw it. I read it early. Oh my gosh, you guys.
0: Oh no. Mm, I guess they the didn't make it.
1: For? They didn't make it to, to the third. No, level.
0: because it was, it was the third one was there. This is the second one. This the first one. You see It says three, three ways,
1: right? Yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: What do you guys think? <laughs> what do you guys think about this, about? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. About? Mama said yes.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Um. So yeah, definitely that second love is 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 the one where you really figure it out. You figure it out. Um. But it's, it's it's trial by fire. Yeah. It's trial by fire. You know. Um. And like I said, it is. It doesn't come as like you know because it's like it's it's trial and error over and over and over again. It's like, but at the end, usually you know, I know that that was the case for me with this one. Is is that you know we did it over and over and over again until it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't worth doing it anymore. And I was like, you know what. I still I still have love for you, I still care about you, and I always care about you, but we can't be together. And that's, you
1: know... Yeah, that's part of growth, just like I said. I mean, it's just a part of growing and figuring out, um, you know, who you are as a person. And, you know, that's the first step in, in being able to have a good relationship, really figuring out who you are and figuring out what it is that you want and what type of relationship you want and what type of person you want to be with. Um, and that will allow you to be able to move forward, you know, in the best, best relationship possible.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. I think when you're younger, you don't think about those things. You definitely don't think about really what it is you want out of a relationship or what type of relationship you want. You don't think about any of those things.
0: Yeah. And now, of course, I can't pull up the rest of the article because mm-hmm. thing is acting stupid. But um, the third love, I remember being like the real love, mm-hmm. the real love. And it's the real love because you've already been through the things that you, that you that you needed to go through in order to understand the things that you're willing to accept and right. the, things that, the things that you're willing to go through in a relationship. And you're probably treating that other person better because you probably picked them better. Now, mm-hmm. this comes down to an issue where I think we run into the problem, is that we keep picking the people from that second type of love.
1: That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I was talking about, making yeah. the same
0: mistake <laughs> over and over and again. We keep picking the person, that, that second type of love person, expecting it to be the third kind of love. And it's really not because it's not intended to be mm-hmm. that's not what it's supposed to be there so it, it it's really it, it, that's a really unfortunate situation when you continue to do that and you won't be able to get to that third love right. where where it is um less difficult it's less it's less um less tiresome less 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 be, um bearing on 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 your on your spirit um do you have anything you want to share about about anything we've said as far as I suppose, this up a <laughs> no
1: um I guess I can ask you guys while we're trying to pull it up if there are any questions that you guys have or anything you want to comment. Like maybe um, your experiences in either one of those levels, or do you believe that you only fall in love with three people in your life? Or, you know, do, do you? There's not three
0: people, there's three types of love that you have. Oh, well, maybe well, they should have. The it's, it's possible to have that second, again, that's what we are talking about, mm-hmm. is having that second type of love. Over and over and over again. Yeah. And never getting to that third one because you never learned the lesson. And that's the thing. You know, um, a loss, every time you every time you lose, it's not necessarily a loss. You know, Fantasia said sometimes you gotta lose to win. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you learn from that loss, then it's not a loss, it's a win because it just is. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find the rest of the Oh, my anyway, gosh. But yeah, so the third right. love is that, 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 what you really aspire to from the beginning. Yeah. It's, you know, you've been through things in life, um, and I think that's where we are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, our marriage just a perfect, but we've been through enough things. Oh yeah, you know, collectively, where one we can be honest with each other, and, right. and, and 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 when bad things do happen, we deal with them in a way that is beneficial to both of us, so we can we can find we can find a, a common ground yeah. and work towards understanding. And that's really what what that third love should be. Mm-hmm. You should have gone through enough things. you are sick of like drama. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. The drama.
0: Like I, I, I just let's see. Um, let's see. We got some comments. All right. I guess the final love. Yeah. Yeah. The final love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Javon. I mean, I try to censor my comments out of respect. I can't. Oh it. my gosh. All right. Lacy said, "I met my husband at 16, so this is all new to me. Married for almost 13 years. Woo! Thank God for that. Hey. Hey. That's that's if great. Can yeah. get the first for sure. Time, Go for it, man. That's, that's a blessing. Like, that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom, always something. Yep, there's always something. Yeah, I know, right? Always <laughs> something. Um, Valerie. How you doing, Valerie? Valerie Valerie's my professor at, um, at College of Charleston. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's yeah. when we met. That's when we met. Okay. Hi. Yeah. Um, Keena join. Thank you for joining us, Keena. it. <laughs> Keisha. Aw. It's all right. You watch from the beginning. You know I Aww. love you. Uh, feedback, but keep going. Hey, Karina. Hey Keener, hey Jose, hey India, India's on doing. Hey Pumpkin, Pumpkin's on doing. Um yeah, so that's 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 really you know um as far as that goes again three types of love. That mm-hmm. first love where it's like puppy love, you know you you everything is the, the sun the moon and the stars. Right, that person. Everything is everything, you know they can do no wrong, mm-hmm. you know they don't smell bad when they go to the bathroom. That whole thing. Uh-huh. Um, then the second one is that hard love. You no, know, it's the love you learn the most. Yeah. And then the third love is is is, is sustainable love. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's, it's probably what, also what they would call boring love. You know, a lot of times. I mean. But I'll take
1: boring. Yeah. i me. I mean, I don't think it's boring. I think it's just for some people they may think that the first love is you know not boring because there's so many things going on like that. But um, I think that you know something that's committed and sustainable, like you said, and You know, filled with communication and things like that. It's not necessarily boring. I I just think also too that's just a sign of maturity as well. Beautiful.
0: Mama said y'all got it right the first time. (sighs) All right.
1: I, you know what she's talking about.
0: No. You don't. I don't. Guess we'll talk about it offline. I guess. All right. Thank you so much. All right. So that's, I mean. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'm really gonna, I'm gonna end this 809. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna go ahead and wrap real quick. Excuse mm-hmm. me, if you 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 can oh, stay wait, on. I'm you can okay. stay on, you can stay on for the close. But um it. thank you guys so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Today. Yeah. So yes, yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate the support. Thank you to everybody who watched today. I say it every week because it's so important that you understand. I know that you can be doing anything else on a Sunday night, but you chose to watch my show, and I thank you so much. God bless y'all, man. Y'all are dope human beings. I am such fans of you. And if you have something that you're doing, you got a podcast, you have a a community event, you have something that you need support on, please inbox me, let me know so I can support you. All right, I want to support you guys because you guys are phenomenal. You guys are phenomenal. Let me put my script back up because I can't remember how I end the show for some reason. Like I haven't done this before. Yeah. So, be sure to tune in next week. I see her. Um, be sure to tune in next week where Toya will be back Hello. for the relationship segment. And maybe she'll have some, some tips or tips or something that she'll want to share with you guys. We'll try to include her more in the show. Um, and we'll be talking about, you know, everything that happens throughout the week rather than be a sports Music, politics, if you have something that you'd like me to discuss, send it to me. Inbox it to me, I have people send me stuff all the time um, and I try to use those things and sometimes I don't get to them. So I'm gonna try to do a better job of making sure that I get to the things that people send me to do, all right? But whatever we talk about, be sure to tune in because you don't wanna miss it. Don't be the one left out because you didn't tune in. And in closing, always remember, and if a man doesn't stand for something, he'll fall for anything. But that's real talk. See you next week. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace yeah. Comments. All right. <laughs> 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 Have
1: a good week, guys. We'll see you back here. Peace out.
0: Monday. Wednesday. I'll see y'all Wednesday night. I'll do something on Wednesday. On Sunday, for sure. Dinka Jones on the track. I love this track. I'm out.